Hey everybody, it's Ariel. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing how to stay positive during PA school because let's face it, PA school is a beast. It is tough, but you are tougher. So tune in for some tips on how to stay positive. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning back in. So as I noted in the intro, today is about positivity. But of course, let me start you off with some updates. I'm officially six months into my PA school journey. Yes. (laughs) As they say, the time does really, really fly when you're having fun. (laughs) Maybe a little fun, right? But a lot of hard work as well. So the six months have come and gone. It is November. My program started in May. As you may or may not recall, I'm in a 30-month program, so that's a little longer than the typical program of 24 or even 27 months. But I genuinely feel like I didn't know going into it if 30-month would be better for me or how I would feel. I've mentioned in previous episode the pros and cons to that. But I definitely appreciate having extra time to get all the coursework done. And of course, it would be nice to graduate six months earlier and have six months less of student loan debt. I mean, who wouldn't want that? But at the same time, I do think I'm more successful because I'm in a 30-month program that isn't quite as hectic as a 24-month program might be. So we just finished that up for six months. Um, Pharmacology is a wrap, Pharmacology 1 at least. I was able to finish that course with an A, and for whatever reason, I really did do well in that course. I, I was initially scared about starting it because, you know, it has a huge, a, a huge reputation, of course, that goes along with pharmacology, but I'm also that weird person who did well in organic chemistry, uh, so something with the wiring of my brain is just off there, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And I did actually enjoy it, did do well, so I'm not as scared for pharmacology too. I do have more confidence that I can do well in it now that I have done well in Farm 1. That being said, I know it's not going to be easy, but anything except for anatomy, <laughs> I'll take it. That was my Achilles heel, that was my kryptonite but I somehow managed to make it through that. Another exciting thing is some volunteer opportunities that we have at my university that I'm partaking in. We have one, it's with the anatomist, our anatomy professors. It is actually an interprofessional volunteer opportunity which I really thought was very interesting and something that I'm very interested in and want to partake in because of the fact that when you are practicing as a clinician, you are working in that team aspect with other medical professionals, whether it be RTs, OTs, PTs, all the Ts. (laughs) Um, Of course, your supervising physician and other PAs, nurses, the whole gamut, right? So in this specific volunteer opportunity, I'm teamed up with an OT student and a medical student, and we are working alongside other teams of PA, OT, and MD students to learn skills on ultrasound and other hand sensitivity testing, stuff like that for part of a project for the anatomist, and I'm very excited for that. We've only had 
one meeting so far, but it was great. It was nice to see my anatomy professors again. I hated the course, but I loved my professors, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it's not their fault that anatomy is hard, right? So they're genuinely great professors, and it was nice to see them again. We're going to be doing that about once a month, meeting up. Right now it's been virtual, but the goal is to get us in-person learning hands-on skills uh, COVID willing, of course. Cases are going up in my state. I think they're going up really almost everywhere at the moment. So that's a little disheartening, but I do have faith that things will pull through and hopefully cases will start to go down again. So that being said, another volunteer opportunity that I'm really excited about as well. I know most of you know my background was a medical scribe. I did go to EMT school, but I have minimal hands-on patient care experience as compared to other PA students who are maybe an RN or RT or a medic, things like of that nature prior to PA school. So I'm going to be participating in a community health vaccine clinic. They're training us the day before on how to administer vaccinations, and then we're going to be giving the flu vaccines out to people in the community for free to kind of help with the flu epidemic that potentially could occur concurrently with the COVID pandemic. So obviously it's of the utmost... So yes, of course, it's of the utmost importance this year to get your flu shot, and I will be helping to administer those to the people in our community who are, who are wanting to get their shots uh, for free, so I'm really excited about that. Also, of course, we only have two more weeks left in the semester. Right now, we are starting up our one week off for Thanksgiving break. We do have a, a pulmonology exam on Monday online of course but I'm not counting that because it makes me feel better to say we have a full week off so that's my story and I'm sticking to it after that we do go back for two weeks wrap up the semester with a nice little bow and then we sail off into the sunset for our one month break which I think I can speak for all of my classmates when I say that we are very elated for this one month off from school, mainly because I think we all need a break to recharge, relax, and enjoy life. What was life before PA school consumed us? But also it's our biggest break that we've had since starting the program six months ago. We've only had two weeks off between summer and fall. So having an entire month off feels incredible or I am imagining that it's going to be incredible. As I mentioned maybe before, I am taking a trip to Disney with my daughter because I'm very proud of her for adjusting well to me starting back at school and she's been doing great in pre-K and so I'm just very glad and thankful for that. So we're just taking that time to go to the happiest place on earth. And after that, we will be starting spring semester in mid-January on our list for the semester. We've got neurology, preventative medicine and public health, gastroenterology, cardiology, hematology, oncology, orthopedics, rheumatology, patient eval 2, 
and clinical skills too, which are continuations of our hands-on courses from the semester, as well as the continuation of pharmacology in pharmacology too. So like I said before, I think probably my most excited class that I'm excited for would be either neurology, just because I've always been fascinated with the subject, specifically with neuroplasticity. I took a course and read a book about that in my undergraduate, and it's just so interesting the way that the brain can change itself. Um, If not that, then preventative medicine and public health, because that's something that I think is should be pertinent and paramount to all providers. And it's something that's near and dear to my heart. So I'm really interested to get a course in that as well. Least favorite might be cardiology. I know it's I don't know, it just seems a little intimidating to me, but hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I end up loving it. I know it's one of those classes you either love or hate, but it is a bigger chunk of credit hours just because it is a bigger portion of the pants, that being the certification exam that you take after graduation and prior to becoming an actual certified PA. So very important course there and another fun semester of courses for us for our spring semester. We did have the hands-on skills classes, still having them two times a week, more weeks than not. We had our first OSHKI. It was the patient history evaluation. We did an entire run-through with a standardized patient, that being a paid actor who comes, who's on campus and has their script and we basically just made sure that we asked them all the questions, all the historical questions, went through HPI, got informed consent, went through the whole historical exam, family, personal, social, medications, and asking a full review of systems. So it was a little nerve-wracking to do that in 30 minutes, which might seem like a long time, but if you're new to it and you're trying to not completely be a robot and add a little bit of social aspect in there to the patient care experience, it does go by quickly. I took the full 30 minutes and I did forget a few of the things, but I did receive really good feedback, made a good grade, and overall I'm happy with my performance in that. It was really nice to get that practice in, practice being... A real provider even if it's just with an actor and not a real patient it was so nice to just have that interaction honestly and fun fact I was a standardized patient myself before PA school not for my university but for another university at the medical school at a different university in my city so I've been on both ends of the spectrum so it was nice to see things from the other side the other point of view with that. Our next Oshki is coming up. And those two weeks we have back, we do have a hands-on one where we are suturing. We're getting tested on our skills for suturing on a simulated arm. And with that, we have to make sure that we do get informed consent, that we do maintain a sterile field. Those are all things that are very important as a provider and so in your OSHKI they're an automatic fail if you break sterile field or you don't get informed consent and notify your patient of the risk and benefits and make sure tetanus is up to date and all that good stuff. So I'm a little more nervous for that one than the one we just had because I have more confidence in myself as 
being able to talk to patients and get a full history. I'm, I'm a very good listener and I have a good memory and I have, you know, I do have patient experience with getting histories and stuff like that, but I don't have any prior experience with suturing. Uh, the only experience I have has only been simulated. So that being at a suturing clinic that they had at the medical school where I go at the university that I attend, but that was an undergrad. So that was many moons ago. Uh, if that even counts. And then, of course, the practicing that we've been doing in class for the Ashki, as well as what I would advise people to do is to what I did was buy a kit on Amazon for about $30. It's an entire suturing kit. It comes with a ton of sutures, the uh, the simulated skins. It even has videos, links to videos online to learn more suturing skills and techniques. And it's just really been beneficial when you have downtime. Uh, I plan on this using this week, just kind of doing a little bit of suturing every day, just practice my skills before the actual ASCII. So hopefully that goes well. They do offer an opportunity to remediate if you, you do end up failing for whatever reason. So hopefully I don't have to do that, but it is nice to know that they're offering that as well. So another tip right there for you. In regards to the main the main title of this episode, how to stay positive during PA school. And in life in general, I don't have to tell you that life isn't perfect, but you do have to find a way to make it through while still being a successful student. There's no time off to get your get yourself together. You have to find a way to handle it and to keep your grades up because ultimately you need to succeed, right? So whether it's relationship drama or maybe family issues, maybe you made a bad grade on an exam, maybe someone's sick, maybe you are the sick person, you have to find a way to make it through. So for me recently, I've been having some rough times. It's really been affecting my mental health. I'm generally a positive person, but everyone has things that get them down. And also my grandma was in the hospital recently. That didn't help and just really worried for her sake. Thankfully, she's, she's out now. She's back home. Seems to be on the upper end of things. But I think that did hit me a little harder this past week because my grandfather did pass away back in February. So I am really grappling with the fact that life is short and your loved ones are not here forever. They do have a finite time as we all do. So, and just of course, other family stressors, everything that comes with life, it does get you down sometimes, but you have to make sure that you're able to make it through at least the best way that you can while not letting it negatively impact your grades or your status as a student and here's how you can do that so specifically I want you to find your outlet some people like art I'm not artistic at all so that's not me but I did utilize poetry in under I'm sorry in high school when I was going through some really tough times dark times then I did have a poetry book and use that as an outlet So maybe that's your thing. Maybe it's baking. I like baking. Some people are really talented with it and cooking too. That's their outlet. Some people turn to their significant other and just spending quality time with them or family members. That's their outlet. Some people it's exercise. For me specifically, my outlet, my main outlet really is working out. I love it. 
I, I do it not only because it keeps me physically fit, but also because it gen, generally, genuinely keeps me sane. It is like a form of therapy for me when I go to my Orange Theory workouts. I walk in feeling one way, maybe my anxiety is through the roof, maybe I'm feeling down and out, depressed, but I leave feeling like a new person, like I can take on the day, like I'm a badass, and all the endorphins are rushing through my body, and I'm ready. So that is one of my biggest outlets. Another being time with family. I have a family filled with strong women, my mother, my grandmother, and even my daughter. I love spending time with them. Just it's a way to recharge myself and to to just unwind and be myself and just fill my cup up. Another thing I like to do is relaxation. I didn't used to be a fan of candles, not going to lie. I thought they were overrated. Didn't get the whole vibes about it. Didn't understand the hype. That has changed since PA school started. I've developed a minor love for candles. Just getting a new candle is exciting burning it, having that scent, that aroma fill my place puts me in another mood and it's amazing the way that the senses can intertwine with your mood. I do, as I mentioned before, I do utilize my uh, my massage heights membership. So I go once a month. I always look forward to that hour of pure relaxation where I can just free my mind and relax. That's so important during PA school time to free your mind, whether it be through meditation, massage, whatever. These are some healthy outlets you can do. These are the ones that work for me. What works for me might not work for you, and that's okay. You need to find your way to let yourself be free and to find your outlet. Of course, don't please don't turn to alcohol or drugs. It's not the kind of outlet I'm talking here, but healthy outlets, there's a, a nu- numerous, numerous ones you can do. Find what works for you and stick with it. In addition to finding your outlet, you want to find your support system. For some, like I've said, it's friends, or maybe it's your family if you live with your parents or your siblings. Maybe it's your significant other if you're married or in a serious relationship. Maybe it's your faith, your relationship with God. Maybe it's even your classmates. If you moved to where you have no family, you don't know anyone, and you're with your classmates day in and day out, they can be a true support system for you. Me specifically, Like I said, my family of strong women, they are my support. I don't live with any of my family aside from my daughter, but I do live within the same city as them. I'm thankful that they're just a car ride away and a visit away like that can definitely change my mindset. My faith in God is another big support. I don't know how I would have made it through so many things that have occurred in my life if it weren't for my faith in God and the support and love that I get from my God, from my faith. So if that's something that you are you are in, like if you also have faith, whatever your faith is, that can definitely be a support system for you too. And my two, I call them my PA school besties. They are, they are my go-to girls in PA school. We have the group chat together. We chat every day. I study with them. They literally can understand what I'm going through as many people can't when you're not 
when they're not in PA school and you are, but your classmates can and you will find people that you click with and that just get you. And I'm very, very thankful and blessed to have found my two PA school best friends, as I like to call them. So find your people, find your tribe, your support system, find your outlet, and last but not least, find your perspective. So life, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Life is all about perspective. If you can change your mindset, you can change your life. Literally, I know it sounds cliche, but it is so true. It is the biggest piece of advice I would give to anyone is change your perspective. I used to be someone who was a pessimist, a realist, almost cynical, but I've worked really hard to change my mindset and to become an optimistic, positive person. And you might think like, oh, okay, well, you're more positive than me. It's not that easy for me. No, no, no. I'm not lying. I used to be very pessimistic. Ask anyone who knew me about 10 years ago, maybe even five. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure they can attest to that. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a positive person because I've worked hard on that. It's like building a muscle. You have to practice positivity you you really do it's like anything else the more that you practice the better you get at it and now I'm at the point where it's almost hard for me to stay in a funk and to stay down because I've worked so hard to rewire my brain and to just see the good in any bad situation sometimes easier than others of course but it's something I can do something anyone can do one way that I would challenge you to do that a simple way to start practicing that muscle, building that positivity muscle, would be to start a gratitude journal. I've mentioned it before on a previous episode. You can get one from Amazon, a nice pretty one, pre-filled for you with little lines to write three things that you're grateful for every day. You can incorporate it in your morning routine or whenever you remember. It really doesn't matter. You can literally just write it on a blank sheet of paper from your printer I don't care, but (laughs) whatever works for you, but just try, just try it. I'm think, I know many of you might be thinking, uh, I really don't see how that can make a difference, but do it. Try to give it an honest effort. Three things you're grateful for every day for, I would say at least 20 day, 21 days, they say is what you need to do to build a habit. So just give it a try. And if you are not feeling even slightly more positive by the end, So stay positive, find your outlet, find your support, find your perspective because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's been said a million times. I'm sure we've all heard that, but it's so true. A quick way to do that is the gratitude journal. For me, it's three things every day. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't always remember to write them down every day, but at least mentally better than nothing. Now that PA school started, it is harder to keep up with everything but my three things for today even it doesn't have to be something life-changing it can literally be something small today I'm just thankful for my family support that I have family here who's supportive of me I'm so grateful for a week off from school and I'm grateful for the small things too flavored frozen coffee all it takes is a quick order drive to Duncan and I am happy for a few hours just sipping on my caramel, hazelnut, whatever it is that I order. 
it literally can be something as simple as that guys it doesn't have to be life-changing just find three things every day that you're grateful for and it will change your perspective i promise you that remember to always think in the mindset why is this happening for me not why is this happening to me because one thing i can guarantee is that life is not always going to go as expected It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. We all have tough times, but what's important is how we deal with them, how we get through it, and remembering that everything happens for a reason and for you, not to you. Have that victor, not victim mentality can definitely change your entire life. So try to think about how it's making you a better person. Whatever you're going through is making you stronger, better, anything positive like that is key it's critical it's the linchpin it is the thing that you need not only during pa school but just life in general if you can stick to that internalize that i promise you you will still have tough times but you will be able to make it through them alive and positive (laughs) so those are my specific tips guys don't forget to reach out to me on instagram at pa underscore liera that's pa underscore l-e-i-r-a if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast don't forget to share it with anyone who needs a dose of positivity today or anyone who's a pa student or thinking about becoming a pa joining pa school please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. If you need advice about anything, even just to say hello, I love helping people on there. I genuinely love giving advice, giving support, and just connecting with other people. So go ahead, feel free. I will always reach back out to you if you do that. And don't forget to leave a review. Five-star reviews are always appreciated. It literally takes two seconds out of your day on Apple Podcasts to leave either constructive criticism, right? Keyword constructive. (laughs) Or to just add support and something nice with a five-star review. Specifically, shout out to BoardDude1217 and SallyB3 21 321. Thank you guys both for the positive words, the five-star reviews. I read those today and it's just it's just something simple that means a lot to me and I genuinely love creating the content for you guys. Let me know what you want to hear. I'm here for you. I started this podcast to be of support for other people in PA school or thinking about PA school because the resources are limited the number of people documenting their journey are limited especially in podcast format and i just wanted to be of service to other people in any way i can so thank you again for listening for subscribing for reviewing and sending positivity your way if you're looking for the discounts remember to use pa underscore l-e-i-r-a for 10 percent off your orders at med by live That's M-E-D-B-Y-L-I-V, the cutest online store for all your PA school, nursing school, whatever medical field you're in, orders. The gear is so cute. She just started a friends line too, like the show. I've got a couple pieces from her, t-shirts, and they're so comfortable. Great turnaround time, good prices. You get 10% off your order with the code, so... Hey, it's win, 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 win. I love it. (laughs) And if you're looking for my PA box, I got a 15% off your order with the same code, PA underscore Liera. 
So look forward to more discounts coming your way soon, more exciting news. Don't forget to stay positive. Life is tough, but you are tougher. PA school is tough too, but you're tougher than that too. Don't worry, guys. As as the situation loves to say now, (laughs) smooth seas do not make skilled sailors. Okay, so why is this happening for me, not to me? Key takeaways from today. Thanks again so much for listening and have a great one. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Stay safe, guys, and stay tuned. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.